Welcome to Sex Tech Talk, where we talk about sex, technology, and the ever-growing sex tech industry. I'm your host, Michelle, and welcome to the podcast. It's Michelle. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. So I want to take a minute to share something with you that I use and I love. Yes, this is the part where I try to sell you something, but it's not a real podcast unless I try to sell you something, right? I'm just kidding. I love to use HoneyBook. I will never tell you about something that I personally don't use and love. So HoneyBook is a client management software. You can send invoices. That's mainly what I use it for. So I send invoices to my freelance clients. They can pay with a credit card. It's super easy for them, super easy for me. There's instant deposit. There's also a lot of other really great features. You can do bookkeeping, reports, calendars. You can organize everything by project. There's tons of great tools. So if you click on my referral link, you will get 20% off. So there's something in it for you. There's something in it for me, which is what I love the best about affiliate programs. I only will do it if there's something in it for you. I'm not just going to try to sell you something. So HoneyBook, I've been using it for over six months now. I love it. So check it out. It's pretty sweet. So I am Michelle and this is Sex Tech Talk. And so today we have Dr. Dimitri. And Dimitri, how do you say your last name? Lokyonov. All right, wonderful. So today we're going to talk about CBD and sexual wellness. So do you want to start by introducing yourself and just telling us a little bit about what you do? Sure. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you for having me here. Um, very exciting to be to be here. Um, so as I said, my name is Dimitri. I um, I always had a passion for women's health. Um, I think since since the really beginning. And during med, med school, I, I realized that's the only uh, profession I wanted to do and, and pursue. So I went into obstetrics and gynecology and practiced for nine years in Ireland, uh, in Dublin, and across uh, other counties in, in, the, in the west of Ireland. Delivered lots of Irish babies, um, and which was very exciting um, and, and tough at the same time. But um, I, I, I always had the, a little bit of an entrepreneurial mind, and I just always wanted to uh, bring more good women at a scale. Uh, so a few years ago, I decided that I, I wanted to try this um, um, entrepreneurial journey. Uh, and and uh, and the last year, I met my business partner and we started Quana. And that's Very where we are uh, at the moment. <laughs> yeah, and that's where you are now. So tell us a little bit about Quana. Sure. So Quana is a, a premium sexual wellness brand uh, based in uh, London, UK. Uh, we launched a year ago with um, uh, all-natural water-based uh, product uh, uh, lubricant infused with CBD and prebiotics. Um, and uh, down the line, we want to expand the range and, and build um, a, a, a range of products that covers the whole sexual journey, which is uh, pre-sex, during sex, and after sex. We also realized that sex is not just a um, physical act, it's also very much mental. Uh, um, and uh, uh, there's a definitely a lack of education and lack, lack of uh, content for for a consumer. Um, and especially lots of younger people are very confused about um, 
their sexual orientation, uh, what it's like to, to be sexual, and is it safe to be sexual, etc. Um, so we're also building um, a, a curious club where people can come um, and, and discuss those things among each other and also with experts who can guide them uh, in, in, in their explorations. Very cool. So it's not just about products, it's also about education and learning. Absolutely. That That's is very cool. Forward with, especially with the intimate topics. Yes, yes. That's awesome. I love that. So what got you interested in incorporating CBD with sexual wellness? So um, can, well, that was like history of cannabis. Uh, it has been known to, to society for a very long time. Uh, one of the first mentions of, of cannabis is back in uh, Assyrian Empire, which was uh, 5th century uh, BC. And uh, they used to call it Kwanabu uh, Kwanab, which kind of completely different uh, uh, pronunciation and spelling. But you can hear it's kind of similar. And then throughout history, uh, it, it became Kwanab, Kwanob, and then uh, cannabis, uh, essentially, in, in the Greek world. And since those years, uh, cannabis has been used as, as therapeutic uh, and as a sexual enhancement uh, 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 herb. Um, and um, in the late uh, 19th century uh, in France, they used to have hashish clubs where they would gather together and, and essentially explore their sexuali sexualities uh, and, and their bodies. Um, and then in the 1940s, uh, the CBD molecule has been uh, uh, isolated from the cannabis plant. Uh, and since then, we, we realized that uh, cannabis has so many properties uh, and, and it does involve in sexual wellness. Uh, it does have different effects for men and, and, and women. For women, it is more of a, it is more of an enhancement. It does relax your central nervous system, uh, which just puts you a little bit in, at ease um, um, of, of exploration, which is also again the mental part of the sex. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of uh, physical parts, when uh, there's some evidence of um, um, of when you put uh, any CBD creams on, on the area, it increases blood flow which in turn increases uh, sensitivities, which is especially uh, important for women with age uh, when the vagina is thinning and there's a loss of sensitivity. It also has an, an, uh, antimicrobial properties. It has some um, um, anti-inflammatory properties, which is just important to prevent certain conditions um, such as um, um, you know, endometriosis or just inflammations. Um, However, for men, it's a bit more complicated. Uh, THC, for example, shows that it does reduce sperm count. Um, so it's not as, as great for, for, for men compared to women. Uh, hence, the, our, we promote the, our product mostly to, to women. Mm, yeah, that's interesting. So, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter if, unless the men are like not trying to have children. <laughs> it's just, it doesn't matter as much or... For, for, for CBD, it doesn't matter as much. It's mostly for THC. Uh, CBD is safe. Uh, in, in fact, uh, uh, we, we, we had three couples who used our product and, and uh, got pregnant. Uh, so we, we know for a fact that uh, <laughs> it, it doesn't kill uh, sperm. Um, but uh, what's most important as well is that um, do we just do, do we distract uh, with those products, do we distract the vaginal microbiome? Micro vaginal microbiome is a complex 
um, environment um, similar to gut microbiome, and we're only finding out about that in recent years, uh, that it has such a, a value to our mental health and overall health. Um, so vaginal microbiome is also needs to be treated as such, and it's an important uh, one. And any products that are used need to be um, tested, essentially. Um, will they disturb this microbiome or will they uh, keep it safe? Um, and um, uh, from our research and with the lab we're working, uh, we know that there are certain cannabinoids that are um, um, bad for the vaginal microbiome, but CBD is not the one. Uh, CBD does not affect it, um, and it, it does not inhibit any growth of the good bacteria um, inside vagina. That is so good to know, because we're finally starting to learn more, because, you know, historically, you know, there's been a market for douche and, like, cleaning out your vagina and all of that, you know, but now we're finally getting some real information about there's a delicate balance. You don't want to mess with the microbiome, you know, so I think it's good that we're finally learning more about this. So interesting. Absolutely. Um, and I hope there will be more and more research done in, in this uh, in this topic. And obviously, from our side, we will uh, uh, promote as much information as possible. Yeah, definitely. So I'd like to talk a little bit about your products. So I have your website pulled up. So I'm going to screen share for anybody who's tuning in and watching. So let me screen share so we can just talk about each one of your products a little bit. Okay, let's talk about this first product I see here. So oomph, CBD lube, and it's a lube in a bottle. So yes, we have we have our oomph packaged in two uh, options. We have a, a, a pebble-shaped bottle uh, that is 50 ml, and uh, it isn't the design of the product is inspired by clean beauty. It is something that you know you can put at the bed bedside table or in your uh, part of your toiletries, and you know that just ashamed to have it. It's not it's not a, this tube that is designed by men, you know, kind of for men. Um, it's it's some, something you can uh, you can have. It, Presented at any at, at any um, kind of environment, um, and uh, it's easy to squeeze and it's very easy to open. Uh, yeah, so a lot of times you need to do it one-handed, <laughs> so you need to have like the bottle that you can easily like flip open, and you want something that looks like like to me this looks like a high-quality lotion, like it doesn't scream like sexual lube on my nightstand, you know. Absolutely, and that's important. Um, it, a lot of people at surprisingly to any age is still embarrassed to go to the pharmacy and buy all those sort of products and they still like to giggle like little kids or they just fish, fish away which we wanted to eliminate this kind of taboo and shame uh, by, by introducing this nicely looking products yes uh, i love that so much and then the sheets these look really good for on the go exactly so we call them uh Condom of loop. Uh, they, they, if you have the jeans, you'll know they have a little pocket on the side. They fit right in. Um, uh, they, they have three and a half mils, so it's a single dose in case you, you, you're fancy uh, um, using product at any moment, really. You can also take it traveling, uh, especially during summer months. Uh, lots of women don't realize, but things like uh, swimming pools, they really disturb your pH. Uh, and having a product that has you know, CBD and prebiotics uh, just prevents you from any uh, disbalances. And you might as well, while you're on vacation, uh, prevent those things from happening. 
same as honeymoon cystitis. I don't know if you heard this uh, term before. Uh, no, I haven't. When people have a lot of sex, it's also disturbed their um, uh, vaginal microbiome. Uh, so it's uh, um, it's important to, to use the right products. Yes, I didn't know there was a name for that, but I have experienced this before. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, new relationships. <laughs> it, it, it has a name, exactly. Um, but the main feature of, of those uh, sheets uh, is that uh, they, they snap. You don't tear them, you don't break them, um, um, because as you mentioned, sometimes you need only one hand, uh, and it's also a slippery business sometimes. So you want to have one hand opening solution that is uh, precise and, and easy to use, and those are the sheets. That's awesome too. You know, and aside from like, you know, just needing to use one hand because your other hand is occupied, it also is more accessible for somebody who maybe has limited mobility in their right. hand, you know, so I think that's really great too. Yes, exactly. Uh, we did think about that as things like uh, arthritis or any other disability that, that, that just makes things much, much easier. Yeah, definitely. So like as a woman, like what is my user experience? So when I use this, like, can I expect increased sensitivity? Um, like, what do I expect from this product? Yes. Um, so so uh, first of all, the, the product itself, it's, um, it, it's, it's not sticky. Uh, so it's, it's very similar to their um, own uh, uh, lubricating fluid, uh, inconsistency, and then feel as, as silky, smooth, consistency uh it, it's water-based uh, there's no kind of staining there's no mess around it um mm -hmm. in terms of sensation uh you can have uh, first of all tingling sensation uh this tingling sensation happens when uh once we goes into the skin and that just shows that there is some um, um increased blood flow so it, it, it there is okay. a feeling to that um and then as, as a lubricant it smoothens things up uh, uh, for men, so it's you know it's much more lubricated, uh, and because of increased uh, blood flow and, and lubrication, um, it's it's much more um, uh, pleasurable to, to to have intercourse. Okay, awesome. Yes. Okay, so that's good to know what the tingling feeling is. So, like the tingling feeling is increasing the blood flow. So, if somebody's like, "Why is this tingling?" It's good to have a reasoning behind it. Like I understand. It's why. not a bad thing. It's not something that's burning inside, or it's not uh, something in the product. It's a, it's a very normal sensation. Yeah. Okay. That's really good to know because I remember um, when I was younger, I went through a tanning phase where I wanted to go to tanning beds all the time. And one time, I tried the tingling tanning lotion, and it was awful for me. And like, because I have sensitive skin, so, but this is not anything like that. So somebody with sensitive skin can use this and the tingling is just the increase of blood flow. It's not going to like burn you or anything. No, no, it's, it's not. It's, it's, it's done for anti-irritation and anti-pain. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yes. That's good to know. Just as somebody with sensitive skin, it's always good to know what to expect. Absolutely. Ooh. And then I see a bath bomb. Okay. So I love this. This is awesome. So bath bomb, uh, body care is, is part of the self-care. Um, and there was a special bath bombs that uh, are handmade in the UK. Uh, and the cool thing they have, uh, we have two types. One has rose petals inside. So the bath becomes filled with rose petals. Uh, and the second one more for like uh, kind of 
period relief, uh, they have oat, oat, oats um, uh, inside. And it's also nice to have you know, uh, a, a colored water with some natural uh, uh, petals around. Uh, it, it does set, set in premium for that. Uh, but at the same time, we want everyone to try our product. We, we do believe that people uh, just you know deserve a, a better vaginal care product. Um, and, and that's why we, we price it this way. Um, reasonably, I think, as you said, um, very competitive. Yeah, which is great because I mean, personally, I'm on a budget, so I can't afford to buy something that's like $100, you know? So I think this is great. It's accessible, more people get to try it, experience it, so that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, and then over here, there's a bundle. Okay, so it looks like there's a bath bomb, there's a bottle of um, the lube, and then are those, is that a sheet that's included in there too? Well, uh, we always put a, a little uh, a, a sheet in in a, in a, in a box uh, just to, to try. Um, but uh, no, officially, it's not. It's the self care bundle. It's when you're, you know, when you're alone or your partner, and you have want to have this experience of of, um, of taking care of yourself uh, with a bath bomb rose petals. Uh, probably some candlelight um, and obviously a, a bit of oomph uh, in, in any way that you, you think of. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is so cool. I love that. Cool. So you have several different uh, like packages. Okay. So this one is the period care. So the difference for period care is that, uh, you know, Bath bomb has uh, oatmeal. It's a bit more white, so it, it becomes like if you, as if you're lying inside the milky uh, bath with with oats. Uh, it has some primrose oil uh, as well, which is known to relieve some uh, uh, period cramps. Uh, and of course, um, at the, the best thing is our our oomph sheets. Um, and um, as a pro tip, actually, from my wife, is that she puts it on on the top of the tampon. Um, and then it's easy to slide in and it's obviously absorbs inside to provide, provide some uh, relief from cramps. Okay. All right. So the sheets like absorb, that's not like, um, like, a, I'm thinking like a makeup wipe kind of like sheet. So it's not like that. It's like a sheet that completely no, no, you open it, you open it on, 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 onto the, um, onto the tampon on the top. And then you can uh, you can insert, and then the fluid, the, the the lubricant inside will absorb into the vagina from the top, uh, and and then provide relief because of CBD. Wow, that is so interesting. Okay, so I didn't realize that about these. That's very cool. I like that. And okay. then of course we have a discovery bundle, which is just two of our products put together uh, for people to try. Yeah, I like that a lot. Like, I love to get packages that have like a little bit of everything. So I love that you put together different sets because I always like to try out a couple of things. And, and then the last thing I see. Experiences, isn't it? <laughs> oh, sorry. What did you say? It's all about the, the try, try, trying different experiences. Yeah, definitely. It is. Yeah. And I mean, I just get excited when I open something and there's like all different things for me to try. And like, it's just, it's a good form of self-care. Like if you can get yourself like a little treat, you know, it's nice to have different things to try out. And it's, yeah, exactly. It's not to be afraid of, of trying because that's what life is about, about trying different things, understanding what you like, what you don't like is equally important. 
um, and and you know doing it in a way that you don't feel embarrassed doing that. Yeah, exactly. I love that. <laughs> and then the last thing I see is the game. So the game is our new project. Uh, we just released it um, two weeks ago, um, and um, uh, the the purpose of the game is uh, to what we realized. We have lots of people go on a date and they sit on the phones, uh, you know, without talking to each other. Less and less is a couple who just talks to each other. Um, so this is a little icebreaker. It has three stages: uh, 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 feel, touch, and connect. And, and they do escalate as you progress through the game. It starts with more innocent question, just to know each other and to break the ice, and then goes a little bit more intimate, and then finally it goes to a little bit more action-oriented uh, play. Uh, it's you know, great for your new partner, probably great for your old partner too, in case you, know, you, you want to ask something in a, in a gamified way that you maybe not so comfortable uh, asking just in a normal situation. Uh, or you can be playing between friends or, I suppose, at the, um, um, at, at, at the party. Yeah, that's cool. My husband and I have been married for 10 years. And so we love to do like games and like stuff like that just for fun. Like recently, our kids started going to school in the afternoon. So we actually have some time alone when nobody else is in the nice. house. So. <laughs> <laughs> Like, cause we both work from home. So it's like, you know, and since we live abroad, we don't have family or anybody nearby. So we are legit with our kids 24 seven. And so like, they just start going to school. So I'm like, oh my gosh, we have this time now with nobody in the house. Like we can do some things like that we want to do. So it's nice. I love games like this. They're really fun. Absolutely. I totally agree and kind of relate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, and then down here, okay, so I see you can join the Curious Club. Yes, so at the moment, we're still building the, the front. At the moment, it's still just a block that divides into uh, uh, different categories, which is body and mind, relationship and dating, and then sex and intimacy. We also have our experts series, which happens every two months, where we have uh, um, a few experts talking about um, uh, their experiences on certain topics. Uh, and eventually we'll start advertising uh, the uh, Curious Club experts uh, on, 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 on our uh, platform as well. Very cool. Okay, so how is the community? Okay, so right now it's going to be a, right now it's a blog. And so then is it going to be like a chat group or like what's the future going to look like for the community? So the, for the community, we are, we're opening the uh, private Facebook group. Uh, where people can, uh, uh, it's only for women, there, there will be no men. Uh, we want the women to feel more, more safe uh, and, and, and create that safe environment. Um, so um, they, they join, join, join the group and then on the group we'll have few experts and, 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 the, and the people sharing advice or just sharing um, experiences um, around sexual health and sexual wellness. Very cool. I love that idea. Well, I love groups yeah i'm always available to, to chat as well you have a chat last button uh so if there's any questions you know prior questions at this stage i i usually on that chat and i can answer questions directly um but eventually we're moving towards um, a more um scalable solution very cool and i love these topics so how can oomph help with menopause um performance anxiety these are really good topics to talk about 
Yeah, we we there's so so many topics, and 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 you know the most important is how you say those topics, right? It's 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 some of them are quite serious conversations, but as long as you say it in a um, comfortable way and make people comfortable, that's that's when the information does come across the best. Yeah, definitely, I agree with that. So, was there anything else on your website that I should click to while we have this up? Um, I, no, back. I think that you covered all of it, and now I think it's broken. <laughs> I, bro I broke it. <laughs> no, it's also you. I have to check. No, this is perfect. Um, this is fantastic. Cool. Okay, so I'm going to stop that share for now. Okay, cool. So I want to talk a little bit more about like the industry of sex tech. So, what are some of the challenges that you faced um, being in the sex tech industry? Absolutely. So first of all, advertising. Advertising is is a big problem. Um, I mean, we have no access to the biggest advertising platform in the world, which is uh, Facebook or Meta, uh, whichever you prefer, um, and, and it's therefore Instagram as well. Uh, I don't think any of the social media platforms allow sexual um, pleasure advertising. So there is a recent change uh, uh, thanks to uh, uh, a good number of companies and intimate uh, uh, intimate center for uh, for you know, center for intimacy excuse me uh, they advocated uh, uh, for the industry to Facebook and finally they are allowing advertising of sexual health products uh, mm -hmm. products I believe. Uh, but not sexual pleasure products. Mm. So there is a slight improvement uh, in, the, in, the, in the industry, but um, um, a pleasure is still not allowed to advertise. Female pleasure, I might say. Uh, mm. yeah, men, men pleasure uh, is still allowed to be advertised, um, which, is, which is very unfair. Right, yeah. It's usually, it's just the female pleasure. Hey. <laughs> This is why I usually keep my camera off. <laughs> oh, love it. We have a new kitten. <laughs> love you. Athena wants to know, are you going to roll out products geared towards women in menopause? Absolutely. Um, the more I started doing and working in this industry, especially with lubricants, I'm also realizing uh, women do need different types of lubric lubricant throughout their life. Uh, they also obviously need uh, pro different products throughout their life. Um, so uh, we, we are planning to create products uh, for uh, at different stages of life. Uh, and depending on the needs of, of, of the woman, uh, we'll, we'll create a range of, of products. Absolutely. It's very important. Yeah. And I think all of a sudden, like people are realizing like, wow, like this is an actual market that women are interested in. And like, it's something we've needed for a long time. So finally we're getting some attention, you know, and I'm 36, so I haven't gone through menopause yet, but, and it's like, nobody like really taught me what to expect. Like, so it's going to be up to me to do all my own education and learning and stuff. And like, I'm really excited that there's actually going to be resources now, like, and products that I can use to make it better. And it's not just like this scary unknown thing that's going to happen, you know, in a few years. Absolutely. I mean, knowledge is power um, and, 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 and knowing what, what's happening in, in your body or what will happen um, is, is just, it's, it's 
very important to anticipate those things. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so we talked one of the big challenges is advertising. Um, so are there any other challenges in the sex tech industry besides advertising? Uh, well, perception. Uh, it's still it's still a taboo. As I, as I said, people still you know shush and, and, and giggle when they talk about sex uh, or any any sexual experiences. Um, and, and, and and that's it's still it's still a big wall to, to break. Um, I think it's become definitely more open. Uh, especially with younger generations, uh, we've noticed because we we have no shame anymore, and we discuss very private topics, you know, uh, between our teammates, sometimes in a public place, um, and and then we realize people jump in. So it's 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 not about it's about you know getting the starting starting the conversation, and then people will join. Uh, so that's really a very positive uh, thing. It just we need to keep this conversation going. You know, it's same with menopause. A few years ago, it was still a very taboo topic. As you said, very little information. Uh, and then, you know, in the last few years, it's it's everywhere. Everyone's talking about this. Uh, there's uh, huge campaigns by national retailers and international organizations. And 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 uh, as Athena is saying, there's a closing line for the menopause. Uh, so certainly, the conversation is 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 um, is growing and and. And, and which means there's awareness and, and that's what, what's most important yeah definitely and i've noticed i'm seeing a lot more especially on my linkedin feed a lot more people talking about menopause and menopause in the workplace and it's something i would have never seen anywhere else. i mean i never have seen it until like just recently and i think it's great that people are sharing and talking about this Absolutely. I mean, this happened with breast cancer. Uh, it used to be a, a taboo topic, and then a few celebrities came out and talked about it. So I, I think we're going to see more and more progress and, and breaking of those taboos in the future. Uh, where it does take a, a few uh, companies or people to, to open this conversation. And that's what we're doing with you, Michelle. Yeah, and that's why I want to do this podcast because I love it. Like, I love talking to people, learning more about your business and sex tech and sexual wellness. And I think, you know, people get to tune in either live or on the podcast and just learn, you know, learn about different businesses and what people are doing in the industry. It's so much fun. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And you meet incredible people as well. Oh my gosh. I tell everybody this, but like everybody I've met in sex tech has been so cool and like so friendly and willing to chat with me. And I'm just like, I'm amazed every time. I'm like, wow, these are the best people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So do you ever feel like you have like a double taboo, like being in CBD and sexual wellness? Like, do you feel like there's any taboo around like CBD right now? Absolutely. Um, again, it has been, uh, in prohibition since 1940s almost so a whole generation uh, has been told that it's a, it's a gateway drug um and and um and so many campaigns um so yes it's still a taboo uh there's still a lot of conversation about cbd being exactly what cannabis is or what she she so we have to explain to people that it's two different things um and of course, same with advertising. Yeah, uh, we cannot advertise on, on on Facebook or Instagram or any other social media platform, um, and um, uh, we cannot do any claims. So because of we, there's there's a lack of research, but there are certain properties of CBD that are quite known, yet we're not allowed to say them them directly. Um, so that, that's also um, um, a little bit of a disadvantage to to the to the industry. 
Yeah. And I can't wait for more research to come out because um, I just saw somebody had posted they're doing um, research on orgasms and cannabis. And I was like, I love this because when I was younger, I used to use a lot of cannabis and I always noticed like I have the best sex on <laughs> when I'm high, you know, and like I just thought it was just like a thing, you know, but there's like actual science behind it, which is really cool. And like, how can we incorporate that maybe without having to smoke and get high or, you know, like find other ways to have that same pleasure, maybe without being stoned and having to like go to sleep right away after. So, well, hopefully we will. And I'm sure we will actually. <laughs> yeah, it's just so interesting. I love learning about it. No, I, I, it's, as I said, I think for, for female pleasure, it, it's, it really has a lot of potential. Uh, it has a lot of potential for vaginal health as well. Uh, so certainly uh, the, the, the company you're talking to and the company we work with that does cannabis testing on the vaginal uh, microbiome, um, we, we definitely uh, you know, want, want to, to be part of this journey. Yeah, and there was another company I talked to um, which had some researchers that were doing a whole project on the vaginal microbiome. So we had emailed a couple times back and forth, and I can't remember the name of their project, but we had talked about maybe having them on the podcast. So hopefully, maybe I'll, that's a reminder to me, email back to them today, circle back and see if they want to come on, because I thought that was interesting. They're doing this whole like comprehensive study on the vaginal microbiome, which is awesome. Well, maybe it's the same people we did the study with. So if, if you if you have any difficulties, let me know. I'll, I'll help as I can. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, afterwards, I'll send you their names and then we'll see if it's the same people. Yeah. And maybe we can have another chat with them because I want to learn more about that. Yes, absolutely. Anytime. Cool. Okay. So we have another question from Athena. She said, what's the most surprising thing you learned as a male entering the female sexual health world? Oh, good question. Um, what's the most surprising? I think just being accepted. I'm, I, I don't think I had any kind of... Um, a pushback uh, uh, from uh, uh, female uh, part part of this world. Um, so I yeah I I think it was very welcoming. Um, I didn't have any any uh, any, any uh, difficulty um, or any um, misunderstandings. Um, I I think being a doctor does help as well. Uh, I, I did find myself in conversations where you know people share very private information with me. Um, and I, I think it's because of this kind of conf confidentiality or trust that, that um, I guess, my profession uh, brings to the table. Uh, and that certainly helped a lot um, uh, talking about this. Uh, so the most surprising part is that I wasn't kind of being booed or said, uh, you know, what are you talking about? You, you never had a, um, you know, a period or, or a kind of a sexual experience as a female. Uh, which which was very pleasantly um, surprising. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's nice to have men in this space too, because it encourages other men to want to understand and learn where maybe they haven't felt welcome in this space before, or maybe they were kind of just afraid to talk about it or enter the space, you know. I think, you know, especially like, I don't know, I grew up in like the Midwest of the United States and it was kind of conservative and like, men never talked about periods or sex or women's wellness or anything like that, you know? So I think, you know, maybe as men can use like other men as a model on how, you know, to talk with their wives and daughters and other people about sexual health. I totally agree. Um, I, I, I do hope 
um, I, I, I can I can help men kind of be more open about those problems uh, because it, it would not only make their relationship better, but it would also make their partner feel more comfortable. Uh, and, and essentially, that's that's the kind of the goal of, of this whole thing, right? Is to, to build uh, strong, happy relationships, uh, you know, and, and happy people at the end of the day. Uh, but yes, uh, absolutely, both sexes have to be involved and open, um, and there should be no shame between each other. We're all humans, and we all have our needs in one way or another. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that's so <clears throat> so important to have like that communication and release that shame and just you know, especially within your own family, be able to talk about things and you know, like I have two small daughters and I have a son who's older. He's in his twenties. He's in the United States still, you know, and just being able to talk as a family and not hiding things and you know, it's just I think we're raising the next generation to release more of that shame around sexual wellness and just the natural ways our bodies work. And I think that's an important part of the work we're doing as well. Yeah, because you think about all this shame, it's it's negative energy, right? And and it's oh, generational, yeah. essentially. And the more generations keep this shame and negative energy within us, it is passed to the next generation. And then yeah, the only way to to break through this kind of cycle of shame is is by 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 pushing through and breaking the taboos and and uh, opening up people. Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, so I have a couple more questions for you. Okay, so this is kind of what we were just talking about, but benefits. Like, what benefits does sex tech have, like, on the sexual wellness community, and like, in just in general, like. The sex tech industry. What benefits do you see that bringing to the community? So I'm I'm very happy to see there's definitely a, a movement towards kind of I don't want to say expensive but more premium, more nicely looking uh, products. Uh, mm -hmm. Again, they were before most products were created by by men for men, so they would have a half naked ladies or some inappropriate kind of poses, uh, which, which you know fine for some consumer, but. What we want is we want acceptance. Uh, we want to be on the same shelf as L'Oreal, or we want to be on the same shelf as, um, I know I'm, I'm not big with cosmetics, but any other big kind of cosmetic brand uh, that you kind of go normally in the shop and and, and purchase. Um, and that that that's where I, I like the brands that are pushing for, for to be in that shelf next to them, and 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 have a nice packaging, nice presentation, a nice product, because uh, that that's how. Um, um, I, I envision the future of the, of the industry. Um, and in terms of benefits, uh, well, again, um, uh, because you know, poor sex causes friction in a relationship, it, it mm -hmm. break, break breakups. Um, so breakups means uh, poor performance at, at, as a society, as, as, a, as a job, so economical consequences. So um, poor sexual relations, and also your own personal health, mental health, uh, you know, physical health, uh, having sex is, is just is just healthy. Uh, uh, it's not just reproductive. Um, so all those things are um, uh, important. And more we start accepting that it's okay to have self self pleasure. It's okay to talk about sex, uh, and uh, and and then eventually you know essentially have normal healthy sex. Um, that just elevates society as a, as a general. Um, and it just adds this little bit of oomph, of course, and, and, and a bit of help to, to, to everyday life. 
Yeah. And I think, you know, if you weren't raised in an environment where people talked about sex openly, like that can be a huge barrier in your relationship. You know, and I think unless you've taken it upon yourself to learn how to communicate your needs, like a lot of people don't know how, you know, or they're afraid to talk about it, even with their partner who they're close with. So I think, you know, we're starting this whole new community of people who are learning how to communicate better, understanding their sexual needs and wants and, you know, can share that with their partner, which ultimately leads to better relationships. And so I think that's the goal is, you know, we have more happy people, you know, more satisfied people, more, you know, long lasting relationships. I think, you know, that's a really special part of the industry. Exactly. Um, and, and then make it in a nice, nice and, and pleasurable way. I mean, who, 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 does, who doesn't want to be that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, that's the goal. Yeah. And I love to like the accessibility of products. Like you said, be on the shelf with L'Oreal. You know, that way, like, you know, the 18 year old girl in college can just run to the drugstore and grab a really good high quality product and not be ashamed about it, you know, like, and it's accessible for people because maybe they don't know where to find the websites or maybe they're not going to go into a sex store because like, you know, the sex stores that I've been into are not like very, uh, maybe like women friendly or I don't know, they're just kind of tacky, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know, like, I've been in, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, you know, they're not, you know, it's kind of like, you got to sneak into that sex store. You don't want anybody to see you walking in there, you know, so like, <laughs> okay, exactly. so I, I was, I was just about to say it's, 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 it's it, it, we have to break from that kind of, you know, shameful and, and it's also the stores and, and the places that, I'm not saying they are bad. I think they they're, they're, they have their, their place. It's just to, to be accepted in society, you cannot be in a dark place in the corner. You have to be out in the open. Um, and um, yeah, that, that just shows, changes the spotlight, right? Yeah. And like, you know, like I only knew of like one sex store in our city, you know, and like there was only one place to go. Or you'd have to go to Spencer's like at the mall you know, but then it was more like a joke. It wasn't like really like about your sexual wellness. It was like buying like the biggest dildo you could find at the store. Like it wasn't like a real like, you know, high quality, you know, sexual needs place. Absolutely. Um, and actually recently I've met with a, with a doctor who prescribes uh, uh, sex toys uh, as, a, as a prescription um, cool. that, because there, there is a place for that as well. Um, you know, it's it can be a medical device. It can be a, a tool to, um, um, to 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 better uh, you know physical and, and mental well-being. Um, so certainly, uh, we do need to, to bring also doctors on board um, that 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 I should be involved in this industry and also be a, one of the proponents of of of, of, of this information. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I can see that being really beneficial for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, yes, exactly. So a lot of people want to know, like, what kind of jobs are available, like, in sex tech. So what do you see, like, as far as the job market goes? What kind of jobs do you see being available for people who are interested in getting into this industry? Well, I, I really think from, from anything from engineering, because you need to engineer the toys. Uh, and, mm -hmm. and as far as I can see, some of them are very innovative. Uh, uh, software engineers, because uh, you, you said you said tech. Uh, tech, tech is a technology. 
so these new solutions which involves technology, virtual reality, uh, or tactile um, vests. I'm not sure. There's so many things. Robotics. You know uh, that that is uh, something that people are developing. AI. Uh, uh, actually, find find interesting story uh, about AI is that um, uh, the first ever bot before Siri uh, used to be a sex tech a sex bot. Uh, oh wow! They, they wouldn't accept it because obviously it's in the sex industry, but it was way more advanced than what Siri was. Uh, but because of this relationship and and perception. Um, they, they wouldn't go for it, even though it was way more advanced, but they, they had to develop their own and, and essentially lose well, money and time uh, to do that uh, because of this uh, taboo. Uh, yeah. So obviously we need engineers, we need software engineers, we need uh, graphic designers to, to make a content that, that is uh, shame-free and appealing. Uh, we need product designers to make shame-free products. Uh, and then of course we need content writers, doctors, and I think we need everyone. <laughs> everyone, yeah, I know that's kind of what I was thinking too. Like, no matter what industry you're in right now or what your specialty is, there's potentially work for you in the sex tech industry. You know, like there's something out there. You know, it's just about partnering up and finding the company that needs you and that needs your skills right now. Exactly. Um, and look, everyone has sex, so everyone can talk about it. Uh, or bring any sort of experience that they had or want to have. Um, so literally anyone can chip in and, and help the industry. Yeah, definitely. I think so too. All right. So my last question for you is, tell me, do you have like any favorite books, podcasts, blogs, like any information um, that you really like on sexual wellness or sexual health? Something you like, something in that inspires you, something like that. Sure. Um, so uh, we, we um, there's this um, event called uh, the Sex Talks. Uh, it's organized by Emma Louise uh, Boynton. Uh, she, uh, she brings a panel uh, discussions in London where people meet and can discuss sort of uh, any kind of sexual wellness topics, taboo topics, and they try to open up and, and, and bring the conversation, normalize the conversation, which I really like. It's done in person in London in usually very cool locations. Um, and uh, you, you get, get to meet uh, really cool people. Um, so that's, that's always fun to go to. Um, I also really like um, uh, Kate Moyle's um, uh, podcast called The Sexual Wellness Sessions. Uh, Kate Moyle is a psychosexual and relationship therapist, so she really knows what she's talking about. Uh, I really like that she tries to, she, she's changing the narrative uh, about the beliefs uh, and breaking away you know, the feelings of shame. Exactly what we're talking about here yeah. uh, and what we're trying to achieve the company, she really aligns with our mission. So I really like what, what she's doing as well. Very cool. Yeah. So I will look those up after we talk and I'll link them in the show notes. So anybody who's listening to the podcast can just click. Yeah. Because I want to know when that next event is. That sounds really fun. I want to go to more in-person events. Well, you have to come to London. We'll be waiting. Yes, I know. I'm in Mexico. So traveling from Mexico to London is kind of far, but I want to, I've never been to Europe. And so I really wanted to go to the sex tech event in Berlin, the one you were supposed to be at, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but fate intervened. 
So, um, but yeah, I really wanted to go there. I've never been to Europe. And so I'm like, okay, I need to create a budget for myself for traveling to all these cool events because like I'm in it now. Well, we'll, 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 we'll work together on that. Let's, let's say that. Cool. Yeah. I'd love that. All right. Does anybody have any more questions um, or anything you want to ask before we hop off here? Or Dmitri, is there anything else that you, that we didn't get a chance to talk about that you wanted to mention before we go? Well, I, I I really think we discussed everything. Um, I'm I'm very pleased that there's people like you who who talk about these uh, topics um, and uh, about the community you you're building as well. Um, uh, it's yeah. So thank you very much for having me here. And uh, if any questions, uh, please leave my also my details uh, on 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 the podcast on the website. Um, I'm happy you know and available to to talk or to. Uh, in a confidential manner or non-confidential, whichever you prefer. But yeah, always happy to, to assist. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, in the show notes, I will link where to find you everywhere. So <laughs> your website, <laughs> your socials, everything. Even my mobile phone. Otherwise, my wife wouldn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> All right. So I think that's it. If nobody has any questions, I think that's it for today. Thank you so much for coming on and chatting with me. This was awesome. Mm -hmm. I love talking to you. Thank you, Michelle. Keep in touch. Yes, I will. Thanks, everybody, for uh, coming on to the live and for listening on the podcast. I really appreciate your support and listening in. All right. Bye, everybody. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye, everyone.